And welcome to the Brothers Ramble. I'm Troy. And I'm Andy. Um, so before we start here, I have a, I have a question. Sure. I need to ask somebody. Okay. Why is it that we all see me at the party? Y'all be looking like, <laughs> oh, we have a movie star. He <laughs> ain't supposed to be out on the floor with everybody. Sorry. Um, do you ever worry that you you might be a borderline sociopath sometimes i am convinced i am a very high functioning sociopath yeah. in all honesty okay uh, <laughs> depends on the definition um one that's not prone to violence but yeah. you know i have other quirks and whatnot well the reason i ask is um i was looking at crime scene photos last night oh well, as you do, as one does, one does. That's funny you say that. Cause I watched a video of a guy getting shot yeah. in the mall. It was a YouTuber doing a prank video and the guy had enough and he shot him as you should with YouTube prank <laughs> video. He survived. So I don't feel bad saying that, right. but, uh, yeah, you, you know, these idiots push you so far, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> you're asking for it. <laughs> um, and I saw a lot of pictures of, uh, skulls. Mm. and but i noticed something as i was looking at the skulls there was yeah. this there's this squiggly line on top of your skull okay and there's another one like on top of what would you call that very top of the forehead yeah. right there and i saw that on all these skulls yes like what is that so i text ashley who's been in the medical field now for 10 plus years Many years and, yeah she's in nursing school i see all that she's all over that okay so i text her and i ask do you know you know the the skeletal structure right she goes yeah so okay so i said what's that squiggly line on the top of your skull skull squiggle the skull squiggle yeah she goes oh that's what's called a suture suture mm -hmm. okay she said when when you're born your yeah. skull obviously isn't completely formed yet it's not right fuse it's not yeah. solid so it's easier for you to pop out okay and so she said what that is is literally your skull fusing together so it's almost like if you picture like a welder yeah welding two pieces of metal that has that line that's yeah. what that is so that's where it's come together yeah yeah so, oh that's that's interesting i guess that's what uh babies when it's not formed is where their soft spot quote unquote is yeah yeah right down in there i didn't know it was called a suture that's interesting Me neither the skull um, squiggle suture mm -hmm. that skull squiggle that's a hard thing to say <laughs> <laughs> well i told her it's like well just to be honest i'm looking at crime scene photos and yeah just like i told you i was just wondering about the was. she goes that's gross <laughs> <laughs> so you're she said you're weird like i know like well, but then, know. but then I told her, I'm like, look, you've seen death yeah. working in the medical field. I said, you've seen death a lot. She goes, yeah, but <laughs> it's not murder death. <laughs> it's like sickness and old age or you know natural causes. Like she says, that's a that's a difference. Like I guess that's that's true. It's a different death. That's that's true. <laughs> And at, I don't, I guess to her point, she's not seeking it out either. You know, no, she, no. She's uh, usually trying to save those that are coming in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a, uh, 
something happens in that field, I'm afraid. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is if you go down. I mean, you've seen the Paris catacomb photos, uh -huh. and just the piles of skulls that are down there. Mm -hmm. I just think it's fascinating. I Me think too. It's, it's an amazing structure. Yeah. <laughs> to you know, just to say what it is, just piles of bones and skulls. It's it's interesting. It is. I've also seen the video of the guy that got lost down there. Yeah. He was never found. His camera was, but he wasn't. Yeah, that last scene where he like drops it and just runs. Runs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now he's probably one of the skulls down there now. So probably. But I mean, just go back to it, which I'm gonna ask is I was scrolling through those and it was I was looking at crime scenes on Reddit. Um just looking at some of the most gory uh traumatic things and i was just scrolling through it like it was tiktok <laughs> it was nothing yeah <laughs> and i thought to myself is this a problem <laughs> should i be more freaked out by this no i don't know no i don't think you should i'm because desensitized it, it's what it is yeah yeah and and really i think i think you can benefit from that desensitization if that's a word um because stuff like that it's if you accept it as a part of life mm -hmm. you know i just i don't know I, I don't know where i was going with that thought but just being able to accept it and not you know not dwell on it and freak out about it and if you're ever put in that situation where you're in front of it you'd be the cooler head mm -hmm. it's like because i've i've seen this it doesn't bother me you know yeah now, to be fair, you know, I've never really, I think we've talked about it before. I've never really seen, you know, in real life, somebody get, you know, yeah. mutilated that, that might cause, I don't know, a different feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Hope I never have to see that. Yeah. But I, I told her like, yeah, I could be, I could be a crime scene photographer yeah. easily. Yeah. I think. And take pictures of these horrific crimes and then come home and just sleep like a baby. I'd be fine. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it, it was interesting to me. I was thinking about it like, it's, is this, is there something wrong here? Was it all new stuff that you never seen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Part two coming up next. <laughs> yeah. Other things you've seen. Jeez. On Reddit. Type in crime scenes. There's a whole subreddit. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yep. It's one for everything. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, what we're talking about today is, um, we both had a couple of experiences. We did. Uh, it's now been a couple of weeks. Yes. But the reason that we're going to talk about it is one, these are things that are out of the norm mm -hmm. of your daily routine. Very much so. And yeah. two, they literally happened one day after another. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and I, I guess we'll, we'll start with you. We, okay. we mentioned it before, uh, you were planning on having a <laughs> little procedure done. I had two procedures. Two done. procedures. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes. Um, so little background, on the major one, what I consider the major one is since I was about 17 years old, I've had an issue with my throat. Right. To where occasionally 
either while I was while I was eating or just breathing mm-hmm. or living normally, all of a sudden it started feeling like my esophagus was closing in on itself and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And because of that, I would fall into a panic, which I'm assuming would just, you know, escalate the situation. Um, all of a sudden I would feel like something about the size of a golf ball was sitting right in the middle of my esophagus, somewhere between where your collarbone meets and your sternum Mm -hmm. usually is where this would happen. And it just sat there. Yeah. And, um, it wouldn't go away for the better part of anywhere from 10 minutes to two and a half hours Mm. in the worst case scenarios. Yeah. And, um, it has lasted up to this point. Um, and I've never, because I procrastinate things and apparently this was, you know, something that if I procrastinated much longer, it could very much affect me and my life. Yeah. Um, which it has, uh, you know, I, I figured it was something to take care of. It put me in the hospital twice that I can remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, both times in the emergency room, emergency care. And, uh, I was misdiagnosed the first time. Nice. Great. Um, yeah, they, they, um, misdiagnosed it as, you see, I never really bothered to look it up, but it's dysphagia is what it was called, Mm -hmm. but, uh, that's not what it was. And the second time they really didn't do a whole lot to diagnose, but from what I was suffering with. And through bated breath explaining what was going on, they said, well, it's esophageal spasms. Mm. And so they gave me a rock of uh, nitro, mm-hmm. glycerin, and it dissolved under my tongue. And it helped, but it was immediately replaced with a blinding <laughs> migraine. Nice. So I couldn't breathe. And then all of a sudden now I couldn't see and I was in pain in my yeah. head. So I figured... uh with this last time, this last, I had two issues very close happen back, almost back to back. Mm-hmm. One was at work. All of a sudden it just, I don't know if I had eaten something or what, but all of a sudden I fell into a fit of where I was talking like this and mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I was in a panic. I couldn't breathe. Um, they you know, basically shoved me outside and gave me water. Yeah. I'm like, well, water's not going to help. If you no, can't swallow. I can't swallow that. That's what gets me about a lot of this is that's everybody's first response here. Drink some water. Nothing is going down. Yeah. If I were to drink water, I would drown myself because yeah. it's not going to move. And so, uh, eventually I got sent home from that situation and then I had another one, which ended up not only causing my throat issues, but then I came to the realization I have a fish allergy. Right. And that was at Lagoon. Right. And, um, you know, I had some fish and chips all of a sudden about half hour later, I hit that throat issue and it felt like I was choking and Mm -hmm. I was might need the, um, Heimlich maneuver. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Copyrighted nowadays. Can't say that word. Trademark. Um, pelvic thrusts, abdominal thrusts is what that is. Not pelvic. I I wouldn't think so. Abdominal thrust. Um, (laughs) and so had to head home 
wasn't really sure if I was going to go to the hospital or straight home, but we ended up going home and, and it eventually subsided um, due to, I, I learned to self-medicate with this, um, usually involving talking to myself, mm-hmm. which helped with, you know, the vocal cords and your throat and, and, and things and right. uh, breathing and eventually just hot, hot water on my chest. So mm. standing in the shower and, uh, oh, speaking of that really quick. There was one time I was suffering with this and I got in the shower and hot water. All of a sudden it felt like I really, really needed to cough. Mm -hmm. And so I just let it happen. And what came out, and there's no other way to describe this (laughs) because before this happened, I was eating ground beef, (laughs) like a taco or something. And what came out was this ground beef infused phlegm ball. That came out and just mm. splattered at the bottom of the tub. <laughs> it was so nasty and gross, but it was such a relief. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just like came up and out. Just splatter. And it, oh man. Oh. <laughs> so you get the idea. Yeah. 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 This, it was time to solve this. Yes. And so I finally went to a, uh, what are they called? I don't know. Endro, endocrinologist, and, 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 and I don't know. the throat guy. Throat doctor. And uh, I explained what was going on. He is a very, very smart man. He's dealt with my mother-in-law. He is known as the gut whisperer <laughs> in his own mind. Okay. Um, it's even on his business stuff. That's nice. what he's referred to himself as because he knows what's going on. Okay. He just has to listen. But... Uh, He's from India, and he has this very, very thick accent. Mm-hmm. And so he told me what he thought it was, and I could not understand what he said. Yeah. So eventually, I I did kind of track it down, and I can't pronounce it. It's something esophagitis. Okay. E-O-E, if you want to use the acronym. And uh, so he suggested, well, let's go, let's set you up for a scope. And, uh, see what it is. Mm -hmm. See if we can take care of it. I'm like, oh, okay. And this all happened very quickly. Yeah. And while he was looking through my medical notes and history, he realized how old I was. And he said, oh, so you're 45. I'm like, yeah. He said, have you ever had a colonoscopy? (laughs) And I said, no. Well. He said, well, (laughs) let's do that while you have, while we have you, while we have you there. I'm like, oh, can we, can we please? And so we kind of joked around a little bit. It's like, are you going to use two different scopes or are we just going to, you know, pull like, it out we, and we might, it in the other. we might, we'll wipe it off first. I'm like, oh, thanks. Appreciate that. So, so those were my procedures that went down. Yeah. Um, so would you like to tell them, well, you want me to tell you how they went? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which did, which did you have first? Let me get a drink. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Because they both happened at the same time. Oh, all right. But I don't know what they did first. And and I'll let me tell you how this went. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, number one, I had issues with my insurance. And so I couldn't get the actual um, kind of laxative medication that would be required for full evacuation. But mm-hmm. they said you can make do with Docalax, Miralax, and Gatorade. Right. Docalax, Miralax, and Gatorade. Mm-hmm. 
Dokalax, Marilax, and Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that Monday, because it was set up for a Tuesday. And so that Monday, um, starting at about um, 10 a.m., I had to go off solid foods entirely. Yeah. To go completely liquid. And uh, clear liquids, um, nothing with red or purple dye in it, because that would confuse, I'm assuming, the camera when mm-hmm. they were down there. <laughs> um, or up there. They, they wanted, they were up there. They're down there. They wanted everything clear. Yeah. And so, um, so I started doing that. And at about four o'clock, they, the um, instructions were to take four tablets of Dulcolax laxative. Right. Now, if you read the back of the box, it says take one. Yeah. I'm taking four. Right. So I take all four, and about half hour later, I start the Dokalax, Miralax, Gatorade combo, <laughs> which is just the Miralax and Gatorade. And it was seven rounded tablespoons of Miralax mixed with 32 ounces of Gatorade. Okay. Now, it couldn't be red or purple Gatorade. Right. So I went with yellow. <laughs> so... So I mix all this together. People are saying it's going to taste gross. I taste nothing. Absolutely That's nothing. Good. It mixes it all in there fine. And you have to drink this entire thing within an hour. It's only 32 ounces. Mm-hmm. Not Simple enough. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the powder didn't add anything to it. Didn't add a texture. Add, added nothing. So this is a heads up for those of you who ever do this. And I suggest you do this. Um, I... I Go the Gatorade Miralax route. Um, Dokalax, Miralax, Gatorade. <laughs> Dokalax, Miralax, Gatorade for all. <laughs> and so, um, and that was at 4.30. And then I had to do another complete 32 ounces at 8 o'clock mm-hmm. with more powder. Mm-hmm. So another seven rounded tablespoons of this powder. Now, this is where things get weird for me. In between 4.30 and 8 o'clock, Nothing happens. Okay. Now keep in mind, I've taken four tablets of Dolcolax, seven tablespoons and 32 ounces of Gatorade. You're just, you're just waiting. You're just waiting. And I have nothing. Yeah. I didn't even pee. Wow. Nothing was happening. I'm like, this is going to be weird. So if nothing happens, should I cancel? I asked Mm -hmm. lady wife. She says, no, we'll see. I'm like, okay. So I do the eight o'clock thing. And I wait. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens, and I start getting tired. <laughs> yeah, like I I need to go to bed now. Uh, it that might be a thing, I guess. Because mm-hmm. what if stuff happens in the middle of the night that you know, and yeah. I'm out. Yeah. So I wait and I push it as far as I can. You know, I actually plant myself down. You know, and try to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe a little, maybe a little tinkle. Hmm. Maybe a tinkle. Okay. But uh, still nothing. And so I start getting concerned. Sure. Now this is this is where my concern comes from. The Miralax that I have was from my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be honest. She is infamous for holding on to things for a long, long, long time. Expired. And so I thought this was expired. I'm like, does it expire? I don't know. Maybe it's not potent. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, 
that question was answered at about two in the morning <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I woke up because of a rumble mm-hmm. and I thought, well, here we go. Yeah. This, this is promising. And so I go into the bathroom and plant myself down and just let loose for half an hour. <laughs> I'm talking, they turned on the faucets and yeah. it was non-stop. Yeah. I couldn't tell what side it was coming from because it was just straight liquid. You're right. Man. And so I thought, oh, it's working. <laughs> and so afterward, I go down and I read the back of the box of Dokalak said, it works in within about 8 to 12 hours. I'm like, oh, aha. There you go. Well. That explains it, but it didn't really explain the whole Miralax thing. To, mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't read the time frame. I just thought that this, this whole experience just shows how naive I am on medical things entirely. And I'll explain in a minute what that continued on at okay. the doctor. Um, so finally at about two thirty or no, it was, it was about started around two fifteen, two thirty, So about three o'clock, I was able to. Finally, get back to bed, <laughs> you know, um, nervously yeah. climb back in bed. And uh, I slept till about eight, eight or eight or something around those lines. Cause I had to be at the doctor by nine 30. And so I wanted to get up, thoroughly brush my teeth and thoroughly wash everything else. Um, Cause I didn't want them to have a little surprise when sure. they started digging. And so um, prior to that, I got another rumble at about, I think it was around eight o'clock. You know, sat down and here we go again. This time it was about 10, 15 minutes, but, um, yeah. Okay. That's good. Got in the shower, head off to the doctor, argued with the lady behind the desk about payment and payment plans. Fun. Cause she, she, this is where it gets interesting. I thought my insurance is just going to cover this whole thing. Next thing I know, she's saying, well, you have about $2,900 bill. Do you want to pay that now? No, I don't. And I'm confused by this. I'm like, what? Yeah. And so Lady Y starts going off and, and I'm trying to listen to the girl behind the desk explain yeah. the situation. She's trying to bring up my insurance. It's not coming up. Um, apparently my card is, is an older card. I'm still on the plan, but it was an older card. Mm-hmm. So she had to bring up the actual plan and then find me in the system and all this. And in the meantime, she's trying to explain stuff. And lady wife, who is very knowledgeable in medical and medical billing and stuff like that, um, she's trying to tell the lady behind the counter, we're not going to pay this. You can bill us with this and, you know, um, and we'll, we'll, and so she started mentioning payment plans and I want to hear that, but lady wife kept talking. Right. Yeah. And so I, (laughs) I kind of cut her off and she kind of got upset at that. And she slammed her water bottle down and said, fine, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And so I'm like, oops, I, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I know you're listening to this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but I needed her back up with me because, sure, you know, she knows. I don't know. Again, this is my naivete coming mm-hmm. in. I don't know how this works. I don't go to the doctor. Yeah. And so I, I bring her back up and eventually it comes out that, yes, you don't have to pay right now. We will bill you and our, 
you know, people get a hold of you to set up a plan if that's what you want. I could put it on a credit card right now, but I don't, but, I don't like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, comes out to my insurance. I still have to pay about $3,500 out of pocket with this kind of nonsense. I'm like, oh gosh, dang it. Yeah. And so anyway, so that finally is taken care of. Uh, so we sit down. Okay. I feel like I'm talking. You want to add anything? No. How, how do you feel about this so far? It's you excited. Sounds like quite the experience. Yeah. 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 I did picture though when when you when you did finally say it was it was working yes. at two in the morning. Right. I pictured Star Wars Episode One, Anakin and the Pod Racer. <laughs> it's working. It's working. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what i pictured <laughs> that's funny You're sitting on the toilet it's working. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so we're sitting there and we took we took our little guy that we babysit with us and he was so good and very entertaining but he was so patient and he's like two years old mm-hmm. anyway i just add that to give you an idea who's all there yeah we're at jordan valley hospital me her and our little guy mm-hmm. not our guy He's not ours. We think he's ours. He spends a lot of time with us. And he calls me, he calls me dad anyway. Yeah. You know, but. Hey, Jordan uh, Valley. Yeah. Is that the one Ashley works at? I don't know. Is it right across the street from a car lot? Used car lot? No. It's right across the street from a superconductor. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's not the one. It's down off of like 113th, 116th, 100th okay. South. Something like that. She could work down like Riverton or River, some somewhere. It's, down. it's anyway. Jordan Valley, something. I don't know. Okay, I remember. Well, so we're sitting there, and I think, okay, this is all taken care of. Now we wait for doctor. So one of the ladies comes in, and she says, "Andy," and I'm like, "Yeah." And so she takes me back to my quote unquote room. It's mm. not a room. It's an alcove with a curtain, right, next to a bunch of other alcoves with curtains, right. And uh, she sits me down and. And starts going through why I'm there and if I've done it before. And I said, I haven't even had an IV before. And to be honest, this is making me nervous. Mm-hmm. And so she says, oh, it'll be, it'll be fine. And, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so to make things less awkward, he said sarcastically, she says, all right, so I just need you to strip from the waist down everything and put on this gown. Their little, you know, peekaboo gown. Yeah. But she says. You can leave your shirt on. Well, great. That makes it better. Yeah. Okay. So do that. Lay down. She comes in and she calls over this kid and, uh, who's apparently the IV guy. Mm -hmm. And she said, he's never had one. Would you do it? And so he says, okay. And so he straps up the heroin tube around my arm to, you know, pop the vein. Yep. And, uh. He's really personable. He's like, you know, I just barely learned how to do this on YouTube right before I came over here. Yeah. You know, so we're just laughing back and forth. And uh, so eventually he gets the needle ready and I've done shots before. And so he says, you want to count down or <laughs> he just want me to do it. Did you ever see Buster Scruggs? The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? I never did. <laughs> One of the things it's Timothy Blake Nelson mm-hmm. as a cowboy. Right. And he count and he, uh. He's a quick draw artist, and he always asks the person across from him, you need a count? And so <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. I'm like, no, nah, I just do it. And so he just pokes it in there. I'm like, okay, good. No problem. Yeah. I've never had issues with needles. I thought it was going to be bigger, you know, but no problem. So 
it's it's a little farther out than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, closer to starting to go around toward my elbow. Right. Um, apparently, that's the one they could get. But uh, we started talking about veins and everything, and I'm very relaxed at this point. No problems. And uh, so I lay down. He says, you comfortable? I'm like, sure. Now, this is where, again, I'm very naive about this. Because he then turns out the lights in my alcove. He gives me the TV remote, which is all, you know, I'll call the medical people. Yeah. And I turn to Food Network and Chopped, and I'm watching it. And I think any minute now, I'm going to feel tired. Yeah. And start passing out. Nothing. Half hour later, nothing. nothing. I've tried to convince myself that I'm feeling numb in my fingers and whatnot. No, nothing. I'm like, is this expired? (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Did they use expired medication? And so this big guy comes in and I say big because he's much bigger than my AV guy. And he throws open the curtain and he says, you ready? <laughs> like, I'm just, okay. Okay. And so he, you know, he pulls up little guardrails and wheels me off. And, uh, you know, we're turning corners and all of a sudden I'm lost in the, you know, mm-hmm. the bowels <laughs> of the uh, of the medical facility. And, and their we, medical facility about to be lost in the bowels of you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and so the medical staff who arrived on Tuesday, they are all there. Yeah. And there are three guys and this girl, Mm -hmm. and they're all fussing around and and pulling out equipment. And, uh, um, you know, they they keep looking at me as they walk by, and I'm like, I am wide awake for this. Uh, Is this a problem? You know, I've heard stories that, uh, you know, you're not completely out, and, and, and I'm like, well, I'm not out at all, yeah. you know, and I, I'm starting to get flashbacks of when I had my wisdom teeth out and I was just wide awake mm-hmm. for the whole thing. I'm like, this is going to be very awkward. And, uh, so the, my doctor comes in, he's finally there and he rattles something off in a very heavy accent. I can't understand. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so he sits at the computer and he starts doing things and, and more tubes and things are coming out. <laughs> And, uh, big guy, he comes over to me and says, okay, I need you to roll over on your side. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so I think we're going down like yeah. right now. Yeah. Like and it's happening. Yeah. And yeah. so he, he rolls me over onto my, onto my left side. He says, okay, move your, you know, let, let's move your right leg, you know, up a little bit and over, mm-hmm. you know, better access. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And while I'm doing that, another guy comes with his big green mouth guard. Shoves it in my face and says, I need you to bite down on this. So I, okay. <laughs> and so this is keeping my mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be wide awake for both. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and so, and so he then asked me, Are you comfortable? <laughs> like, what? No. I, uh, I guess. <laughs> and so he says, Okay, well, now we'll put you to sleep. And okay. there's, there it is. Right. I've been naive this whole point. I was never connected to drugs. They just put in the port. Oh. <laughs> they had just put in the port. And so I wasn't connected to anything. Yeah. It was just, it was prep. There was no tube or anything? It was <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't even want to look. 
And so, That's funny. And so he says, okay, if you're comfortable, now I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so, and it happens this fast. It happened this quick. Mm-hmm. After he said, are you comfortable? We'll put you to sleep. I'm like, okay. Gone. Just out. I was out. Next thing I know, I'm rolling over. I'm still on that side, mm-hmm. but I'm in a completely different alcove. <laughs> and lady wife is over there on the side with our little guy. And I just, I come out of this and I roll over and I look at her. And I'm like, I'm so confused because the TV's gone and I don't know what room I'm in. Yeah. And I'm in a daze and she's sitting there and I'm like, am I done? She said, yeah. Just like that. Wow. Just, just like that. Nice. And, um, you know, the, the original lady comes back in and says, oh no, this was another lady. She comes in and she says, I need you to basically fart as much as you can before you leave. And so, so I'll try. Okay. <laughs> and at, right after she left, I just let loose with one. But um, what's funny <laughs> is that when Lady Wife was there, she was she was leaning over to get something like off the floor or out of her purse. And she was fairly close to my back end, right as I was still out. Apparently, I just ripped one right at her <laughs> for like 45 seconds straight. <laughs> Obviously, there's no scent to it because I haven't no. eaten anything yeah, for, just, you know. It's just air. It's just air point. and yeah. sound. You know, it's letting air out of the balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, so I asked her about that. I'm like, so have I been farting since I got here? So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay, good. Because apparently they won't let you leave until you fart. And so, you know, to make sure that things are starting to decompress yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so finally they come in with my little paper paperwork packet and uh that gives me the rundown of everything that happened and um you know i get dressed and i'm i'm you know sitting up and looking at this thing and it came equipped with full color photographs mm, nice and so i'm flipping through and i'm like Wow, so that's what an esophagus looks like. Mm-hmm. That's what my anal cavity looks like. Wow, look at that rectum. Look how clear that is. It's- <laughs> great, great. And I will say this. If you were to put, there are two pictures that I noticed right away. And if you were to put one side by side with the other one, you couldn't tell which was which. Right. You couldn't tell if that was the back end or the throat. I mean, it is all just like one tube, basically. It's a big, it's a big tube. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so, I started reading what they did, and um, for my throat, he went down with what was called a, I think he referred to it as a CRE balloon. Mm. Okay. I guess. I think that's what it was called. And apparently, he went down there to my Schlotsky's ring, which is a thing. My Schlotsky's ring. And, uh, it's kind of dirty. (laughs) So he shoved the balloon into my Schlotsky's ring. (laughs) He expanded that to 15 millimeters. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up. And that Schlotsky's ring was what was causing me problems. Okay. Apparently, that's not a thing you should be concerned with or, or, you know, worry about. Right. But mine was a concern. So they had to expand my Schlotsky's ring. And, um, while they were down there, they did a biopsy, you know, uh, one of the scrapings, you know, to see 
if anything else is down there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, so they expanded that. And then on the other side, while they were tubing it up, um, they found two things. Yeah. Um, down the back end. Mm-hmm. Number one was a polyp that they that. cut out yeah. and took it out. Yeah. Like, neat. Just That's- one? Just one. Because yeah. I've heard some people have like dozens. So yeah, they, they, to they took out. a polyp out. But <clears throat> here's a fun fact for you. I had moderate internal hemorrhoids too. Wonderful. I had no idea because I don't know what that's supposed to cause. Yeah. Like any, I don't have discomfort while in the midst of evacuation. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, excessive rectal itching. Well, I can't say that. There are some days. <laughs> there are some days. There are some days, yeah. man. But yeah. I think that has a lot to do with hair too and everything. And, you know, <laughs> and so here's a fun fact. If I'm really going at it, like scratching, I can actually make myself fart. It's like if I push hard enough while I'm scratching, I can make myself fart. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Now you know. Um, and apparently that's just, you know, that's a preparation age situation. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't real, really suffer with anything. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't say to do that. You know, I actually looked it up. Because, again, being naive, I, I've heard of hemorrhoids, but really didn't know what they were. Yeah. You know, because yeah. when I first heard it, I thought it was like this mushroom-style balloon that was just on the outside. Yeah. I've you, had them before. Have you? Yes. And so, yeah, so... There's that, there's the polyp, and there's the CRE ring and my Schlotsky's <clears throat> ring, my CRE balloon, Schlotsky's ring, and the biopsies. Mm-hmm. So, apparently they did all that at the same time. And so, uh, for the next day or day and a half, um, when I would go to the bathroom, it was a very light kind of cafe au lait color. <laughs> Which was weird, okay. and, and they said if it if it looks like coffee grounds, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so I had to check, but it wasn't coffee grounds. But Good. um, after about a day and a half, I still had pain down in my right side, mm-hmm. in my stomach, and I started to get concerned until I remembered I had two foreign objects from two different directions blowing air to expand stuff yeah. and taking yeah. pictures. I'm like. That's probably the reason why it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So for the next two days, I was farting a lot and, um, and the, I, I haven't heard back about any trouble with the biopsies or anything. So good. I guess we're in the clear. Good. Now I have to do that like every five years. Yay. But the good thing is coming up on that myself. There you go. Ugh. The good thing you could do it now. Eh, Just to check. I could. Um, I don't think our family has a history of colon cancer, so I don't really think it's an issue. No. And and I will say, I wish I could get whatever drugs they use to knock me out, mm-hmm. just like maybe once or twice a week at home, <laughs> just so I can pass out. Oh my gosh, it was fast and it was just All right, they're Michael out. Jackson. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if, if fentanyl wasn't deadly, man, I would, I would <laughs> look into it. But yeah, just out yeah. so fast. But uh, yeah, I mean, next time I 
I'm prepared. I mean, I know what it's going to be and that I won't feel a thing. So, so you, you woke up and like, you weren't, I mean, you weren't sore or anything like. There was no soreness. Esophagus. There was no soreness. Rectal soreness. There was no soreness. Oh, nice. They did, Good. they did suggest using tux pads during the prep. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I didn't really evacuate until like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And even then, it was so liquidy, there was no real pain. Right. You know, right. it was just waterfall. A waterfall. <laughs> and it came, you know, <laughs> came all out with no issues. And yeah, looking at the pictures, just flesh colored and clear. Mm, I mean, nice. there was nothing. That was my concern. That it wasn't completely clear and they were going to have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It may have been gross for them. But yeah. I can only imagine these guys oh, yeah. have come across just nastiness, you know. But uh, for There's me. There's nothing you can show a doctor some that they've never seen. Especially those kind of doctors. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure at one point they've gone to insert and stuff is just kind of evacuated on them. Yeah. Or on the bed, you know. But apparently I had no issue. It even said that there was no problems. You know, the patient took it well. And I'm like, did I? <laughs> Sweet. I'm glad, I guess. You, I'm glad you took it well. I took it well, man. You took it like I, a champ. I could take it. <laughs> I, I'll i take it wherever you're going to put it, man. I'll take it well. But <laughs> so that was my, that was my experience on uh, September 18th and 19th of 2023 was my first experience with um, scoping and colonoscoping. Right. So red letter day for me. Yeah. Yeah. So right. are you ready? You ready for yours? Well, yeah. <laughs> Mine wasn't as invasive. Mine was a lot more fun. Um, yeah. On the 18th, yes. uh, while you were prepping, drinking down your, um, Colax may relax yeah. Gatorade. Your butt cocktail. That's right. <laughs> um, I was at the Delta Center. Which um, I'm really glad it's called that again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it was nice going up there and seeing that on the building. Yes. Um, and I was watching WWE Raw. WWE Raw yep. came to town. Yep. Nice. So I can now say that I've seen both SmackDown and Raw live. That's fantastic. So... <clears throat> Um, first of all, when, when, when I bought the ticket, it was a little bit of, um, impulse buy because okay. I knew they were coming, but that was a few months back and I kind of forgot. Well, I follow, um, Cody Rhodes on Instagram and okay. he posts the schedule of where they're going to be. Yeah. And I just happened to see it and it said Salt Lake city, September 18th. I'm like, oh yeah. And I was over at, uh, Ashley's place at the time. So I hop on, I'm looking around, tickets, everything. I get on like five or six different, um, uh, ticket sites. Yeah. Ticket sites. And I'm looking at the seats because obviously the way they do it, they show the arena and you can, you know, you pick how many tickets you want and they show where all the seats are. I only needed one, luckily. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, so I go up to the upper bowl. I'm looking around, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. I'm like, that's not bad. That's not bad. I don't really want to be up that high, but of course, comes the worst. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, just just really quick, for those of you who don't know, the Delta Center holds upwards of like, what was it, 49,000 like people. Yeah. 
you have an upper bowl section, mm-hmm. then you have the lower bowl section, and it all comes down, you know, like in a bowl yeah. shape down to the floor. Yep. So yeah. So I'm looking at the, up, the upper bowl, like, okay, that's that's fine, maybe. Go down the lower bowl, bit more expensive down there, seventy five sure. bucks, ninety bucks, hundred bucks, depending on, on where you are. I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I could see you doing that. Yeah. Then I go down to the floor. And I see there's a couple down there. I'm like, well, let's take a look. Might as well look, yeah. So I'm looking, 189 bucks, 230 bucks, which is weird how these are so oddly priced, but it's fine. Because some are like resell. <laughs> okay. Like people have bought it, but. Yeah. Yeah. And so these 200 and the 180, were they like close to each other? Yes. And that's what was that weird. different yeah. in prices? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, that is weird. Now, there are certain sections um, that are very expensive because, let's say you're right behind the commentators. Sure. You're going to be on TV all night. Yes. So those were going for anywhere between 400 700 bucks. Yeah. Now, the, the tickets where you get the most action, which was right up front row... Um, near what's called the hard cam okay which if you ever watch wrestling it's that main shot where you see the ring that's the cam they always talk to when they're doing promos yeah those seats were going for about a grand a piece okay yeah (laughs) Jeez. and so when i when i got there and i saw people sitting there and there was like four or five in a family i'm like wow you spent a lot of money Five grand yeah, at least. At least. Wow. So again, I'm looking around. I see one. It's in section F1. It's eight rows back. And it was $179. So I'm like, doable. That is oh, doable. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm looking at Ashley. I'm like, should I? Should I? Should I? She's like, just do it. Like you have the money. Be a fun experience, just do it. I'm like, just oh, <laughs> what I do before I buy anything. Like, oh, do I really need to. I really need this. <laughs> so I'll think about it. So I drove home, thinking about it the whole way. I get on, I find it, still there, still there. I buy okay. it. There you go. Um, now with taxes and everything, it actually came to about mm, two hundred and forty or something. Okay, but I found you can actually do installments. Really? You can do payment, yeah. Wow. So I'll be paying about 20 something dollars a month for the next year, every <laughs> month, but that's fine. No big deal. Anyway. A little less jarring than dropping 250 bit. at once. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. No, I get I, it. I can justify that. I get it. So um, so the day, the day comes, and what I do is I drive down to Ashley's, because she lives in uh, West Valley. Yes. I drop my car off, then she takes me to the Delta Center. And then she was going to pick me up. So I wouldn't have to worry about parking or any of that nonsense. Yeah. So I get there. Doors open at 4.30. I'm like, I'm getting there right when the doors open. Oh, yeah. Just to get the whole experience. Sure. So I go there. I'm waiting in line. I'm looking around. I'm like... I might be the thinnest person here. (laughs) Just just saying. And I'm not the thinnest guy. I'm like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> so like, you, all of you can stand closer to me. Yeah. I feel good. I, I do. Good. I felt really good about myself. <laughs> there, there's a certain type of person that really <laughs> likes wrestling. <laughs> and if you want to see what type of people those are, there, there's a great documentary I watched on Netflix called uh, Wrestlers. Okay. And it's about OVW, which is the... Um, Pretty much kind of the minor leagues for WWE, basically. All right. It's run by Al Snow. Which is is it? Yeah. That's funny to say. I saw a picture of Al Snow recently. Yeah. He's in much better shape than he was during he this time. And he's like 60 years old. Yeah. Good grief. Same right. like Stone Cold. Like, same thing. Like, yeah. Wow. Anyway. It's impressive. So, yeah. So, it's it's an interesting group. <laughs> say that. <laughs> um. So, doors open. I go in. Um, I was hoping there wasn't going to be a problem with the ticket because the ticket was in my digital wallet on my phone. Oh yeah. So I was hoping, you know, with my luck, I'm like, please just get me yeah, in there. Like it won't come up or all yeah. of a sudden you get no yeah. connection and you just, uh, yeah. No, I Luckily I pulled it up. They scanned it right in, right in. Nice. Like, oh, thank goodness. Okay. Now a quick question. One hurdle done. Is this like, uh, uh, are Roz usually, was this going to be live? Yes. Is it usually live? Yes. For, okay. It's always live. All right. Which that's comes into play because it's actually really interesting. Okay. But, <clears throat> so I go in there and I'm, I'm walking around a bit. I'm walking around, basically a big circle, you yeah. know, I'm seeing the merch tables and, you know, the, the food and stuff, just kind of getting to lay of the land basically. Yeah. So I, I finally go in and, um, and as soon as I walk in, it's like, it's like I'm looking at it from TV. There's the <laughs> ring, ev the, the the everything you know the the scrolling text up there. It all says raw. Everything's all red. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> so I I walk in. I'm going down, walking down, down, down. As as the person, where's my where's my section? He looks. Oh, you're. You're down there. See where that person is? Way down there. You're down there. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so I go down. Like I said, I'm early. Yeah. Um. So I find my seat. I'm sitting there. So you're easily like one of the first hundred that are in there. Mm -hmm. and nice. Yep. And I'm like, I would say literally, I don't know, from here, maybe just beyond, a little beyond that, that window. That's okay. where the ring is. Like wow. from where you're sitting, yeah. yeah, that's where the ring is. So we're talking less than 50, 60 feet away mm -hmm. at the most. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, this is awesome. That's close. This is going to be fun. Yeah. And, but I'm hoping again with my luck, <laughs> which comes in the play later, like, please, the people sitting next to me, just be, just be cool. Just so people end up sitting next to me. There was a couple. Probably around my age, maybe a little older, okay. maybe closer to your age. Yeah. They they were fine on the other side, because I'm seat three, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so one, two, three, then yeah. Yeah. So on my left, seats four and five, that's a couple. Seats one and two were two tween girls. Oh, jeez. I thought it was going to be a problem. All right. But it wasn't. They were actually fine. That's shocking to me yeah all right which was weird because one they're like 12 or 13 they're there by themselves yeah I'm like what are are you guys fans okay that's interesting 
<laughs> but they were, man. They cheered. They. It was funny, though, because I was listening to their conversations. And, and I'll talk about this a bit more, but... When they are at commercial, they'll play stuff on the big screen and stuff, and yeah, uh, like the so they'll they'll have ads for like um, shows are coming out. Like I think Undertaker's got a thing coming out, and I think one of them said, "Who is that?" When it came to the Undertaker, <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's a John Cena one. And like it, I think they asked like, "Oh, is he? Is he popular? Is he?" I'm like. Oh my gosh. Ugh, um, okay. <laughs> it's fine. So we're talking just we're talking modern day only fan yep. just yep. the newest. Yep. Okay. Like I don't think these guys have okay. been watching wrestling that long. Yeah. So <clears throat> I actually started talking to a guy, which is really weird for me. Um Yes. That it would be for me too. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we strike a conversation. He's in the aisle ahead of me he's over a little bit he has a replica belt yeah it was actually john cena's it was a spinner belt but anyway i'm talking to him a little bit and i'm sitting there people are coming in everybody's coming in i go up get myself a couple of drinks um come back down and uh what's what's interesting so when it finally does start the the announcer who's her name is samantha she gets in the ring. She has a mic. Everybody's cheering. She's talking. She goes, and I think you remember this. She okay. says, what we're going to do is we're going to film a couple matches for Saturday or Sunday night main event. <laughs> so the C-level show. Nice. I'm like, okay. That's sure. very familiar. That's what happened that, when we went to yeah, SmackDown. Yeah. They did the Sunday night heat. Sunday night heat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, okay. So it was, they had two matches. Anybody you'd heard of, or they just one. Okay. <laughs> they had a, a match with Nikki Cross and I know Nikki Cross. Okay. But I didn't know the, I didn't know the others. <laughs> it's fine. Now, what, what's interesting is, um, because it's live. Well, th those matches weren't, they were, they're going to be pre-tape. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting how quiet it actually gets when they're wrestling. Like when they're coming out, first of all, that music is loud. It is loud. Yeah. And and the lights are going off and the big Titan Tron and everything that's that's there. Super exciting. They come into the ring, do their thing, and when they start going, it gets really quiet. <laughs> Awkwardly quiet. Yeah. <laughs> And I've heard that sometimes WWE will pump in crowd noise. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> this is quiet. And so, but people started, you know, kind of getting into it. And then, yeah. Um, then right before Raw is going to start, Michael Cole comes out. He's got right. his own thing on the Titan Tron. Yeah. Everybody cheers. Yeah. Michael Cole. <laughs> Uh, and you know, they tell us, all right, we're going live 30 seconds. Everybody starts getting into us. Everybody starts cheering. Then once we do go live, I was looking at the cameraman. They're trying to hype people up, <laughs> tell people to stand up and cheer and everything. And the first person to come out. Yes. Cody Rhodes. There's your guy. That's my guy. That's who I wanted to see. There it is. And so his music hits. Everybody starts cheering. 
And what I forgot is how loud the pyro gets. Or the, yeah, <laughs> the pyro. Because it's fireworks. It's explosion. Inside, indoor fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. And so Cody has several that go off. <laughs> and so I'm cheering. And then that first one hits. I'm like, oh, geez. Like wow. just hit right through my chest. Um, but yeah, it comes out and, and you know, the show starts. Yeah. Now, what was interesting is because it's live, obviously you got to go to commercial. Sure. So what happens is usually they'll cut to commercial when they'll never do it. Like when the match is going on, they'll do it when somebody's coming out. Okay. Or when they're about to get in the ring and cut a promo. Yeah. So that's what happens. So he's in the ring. He comes out. Everybody's cheering. We go to commercial. Now it happens during commercial. The lights go down <laughs> and everybody gets quiet. <laughs> and he is standing awkwardly in the ring holding a microphone. <laughs> Weird. And so we're all just kind of like, it's like, what are we supposed to do? Yay. Situation. Yay. But, you know, he's still got to pretty much act like, yes. you know, he's, he's ready to go. And, and so the lights come back on that's his cue and all of a sudden everybody starts cheering again and <laughs> like we've been doing it through the whole commercial but it was just it's it was interesting to see that whole dynamic that is weird because i'm trying to think of when we went to smackdown i don't remember any of that i don't remember that either i do not remember that happening i think they went to commercial but the match just kept going yeah i think that's what it was oh um but, uh, so talking about my luck, <laughs> the SmackDown before okay. that Friday. Yes. So it was in Denver, Colorado. So Tom Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, right. Three days before who shows up at that SmackDown, the rock <laughs> surprises everybody. There's a rock. The place goes nuts. Because that was the first SmackDown, the first WWE show, not run by the McMahons. Okay. <laughs> it was run by this new group. And yeah. so they really wanted to, you know, hype it up, get ratings. So we're thinking, all right, this is raw. This is like their flagship show. We should get somebody. <laughs> no. Nobody. Nobody. Wow. In fact, <laughs> in fact, there were people that I wanted to see that weren't even on the show. Oh. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> but not surprising. Yeah. But you were still there. I was still there. Part of the experience. Yeah. So. Um, did your boy wrestle? Did he have a match? He did. He did have a match. Yes. Against yes. who? Uh, Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Yeah. I actually know that name. And the funny thing about Dominic is he is the most hated heel in wrestling right now. Is he? <laughs> yeah. So whenever he even touches a mic people boo as loud as they can it's a thing they yeah. won't let him talk <laughs> and you watch it and you're like clearly it's not that loud oh no it is <laughs> that got loud wow. um and another part you know he's part of the judgment day his little faction yeah and so they come out while while you know i think it was after the match two of them come out it's um what's his name finn balor and uh damian priest so when they come out 
cuts the commercial. <laughs> Lights go down, but they still got to act like, you know, we're, we're getting ready to do something here. So yeah. they're like circling the ring and everybody's quiet. The lights are down or just like, this is so weird. Are they like talking? Yeah. Like, do you hear them? Well, they're like, they're like doing the stage talking. Like, yeah. You know, they're yeah. like whispering to each other and pointing and, you know, okay. stuff like that. Okay. Then the lights come back up. Then they get in the <laughs> ring. It was just, it's funny. That is so weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really weird. Because I'm, I'm still, because I've only been, I've been to two. I went to the house show mm-hmm. and then I went to a SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Or was it three? We went to three. We went to two house shows. Went to two house shows. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And uh, the house show was just almost consistently loud. Yeah. You know, for the most part. But then again, I'm trying to remember the whole SmackDown. When they were here, I actually went back and like watched part of it mm-hmm. on YouTube, like mm-hmm. right from the beginning. And, uh, oh, it's cause you sent it to me. Yeah. You yeah. sent me. Yeah. So I went back and I watched that and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I, I remembered that it was the stone cold invitational mm-hmm. and the guy that I wanted to see was actually there because I was dressed as him when he, when he finally came out. So that was, yeah. that was your man, Scotty. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to do Um so yeah, that that was my biggest takeaway was how they worked around the commercials. I thought that was kind of funny. Interesting. Yeah. And the other interesting thing was cuz obviously if you're watching on TV, you hear the commentators. Sure. We don't when you're live. No. <laughs> and so we're just sitting there. You can tell they're talking cuz there's spotlights on them. And it's quiet and all of a sudden Music plays, <laughs> and we're back into it. Um, but it, it was fun. I had a I had a good time. Um, how long did it go? Do you think with commercials and everything? How it was two hours. Two hours? What was it three? No, two. It was two hours. Is that how long it is on TV? Yeah. Okay. I uh, uh, yeah. More or less. More or less. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it looked like it was sold out from what I saw. Um, I, I will say though, you get, you're, you're really hyped up when you're there and it starts and, but as the night kind of progresses, (laughs) I start to find myself like, okay, I I just got to sit here for a second. (laughs) The novelty kind of started to wear off a little bit. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you go to say, uh, like a professional, cause we've been to several jazz games. Yeah. And by the time that fourth quarter comes around, yeah, the only time you applaud is either for a dunk or, you know, a fight mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm, t- it's nine o'clock. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have an hour drive. Let's just end this. Yep. No, I get it. Um, <laughs> and, and so the, the biggest pops were like for the big superstars, like I said, uh, Cody Rhodes, um, Becky Lynch, um, oh, who else was there? Who was, oh, Jay Uso. That was the main event. It was Jay Uso and Drew McIntyre. Okay. Drew McIntyre, <laughs> the Scottish warrior. His entrance was cool. Cause he has fire. <laughs> And so you felt that heat when nice. it when it hit. Because he has fire going off around the Titantron and then fire that 
spurts up from the poles. Yeah. Kind of like Kane used to. Yeah. But I was just thinking how hot it must have been in that ring. I can only imagine. Yeah. Like I said, I was eight rows back and I still felt it. So from like all four? All yeah. four posts? Yeah. Yeah. Just like Kane did. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing is being that close, you you really get a sense of kind of the the beating that these guys are taking. Yeah. Because I remember specifically in the main event, um, Drew McIntyre had Jey Uso up on the 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 top rope. Yeah. Um and he was doing the forearm thing on his back where he was sitting. Yeah. And you could feel and hear that thud when he came <laughs> down. And look it up. Drew McIntyre is a big dude. Yeah. And so you're <laughs> just like, geez. Yeah. Like, I mean, th- these people that are consistent. I mean, if you are still in the school of thought that this is whole, that everything is fake and staged yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You are ridiculously naive. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, there is stuff that is scripted. Yeah, sure. Of course there is. They know, they usually know how it's going to end. They've practiced and they've, and they've worked it out, but that does not mean they don't hit each mm-hmm. other. And that's where the realism comes in. Yes. Because there have been times, you know, books I've read, interviews I've heard where a ref will tell them because they're hearing stuff in their earpiece. Mm-hmm. They're saying, we need more realism. We need a little more impact. And they whisper it to the guys in there and they will just full on ball up the fist yep. and punch him right in the face. Yep. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason these guys are big. Yes. It's because they can take that kind of abuse. Yeah. But it is abuse. Yes. And their bodies are abused and they're just, as, yeah. yeah, it's, it, it takes real, real athleticism yeah. to do what they do. Um, and you also get a get a sense of how big these guys are. <laughs> Holy crap! Like, I mean, we talked about it. We went to house shows and yeah. we were like three feet from like Triple H and stuff, and yeah. how massive these guys are. Just so thick. Yeah, me just looking at him, just like they're just some of these guys are just all muscle. Enormous. Like that's all it is. Yeah. Um, and there was a there was a couple of guys. Uh. Like Otis, his name's Otis, and okay. he, he's just a ball. He's just a big <laughs> round ball. And seeing him in person, you're just like, how are you a real person? <laughs> like you are that massive. How are you a real person? That's insane. Can only imagine what it was like back in the day. I feel like to be in front of like Andre the mm-hmm. Giant stuff like that, or Hogan, or the yeah, Ultimate Warrior. Because these guys you're talking now, they're not that height. I mean, I'm trying to imagine somebody that's. Because we saw Kane walk by. Yeah. And I think he was, I don't think he topped seven feet. I he think like he was six, seven, six, yeah. eight, something like that. But then to think freaking Andre the Giant was like seven, one or mm-hmm. seven, two and big. Yeah. And just to imagine that is insanity. Yeah. How enormous. Yeah. Like you're saying, some of these guys are or the great Kali or, you know, any of these mm-hmm. just. Just so huge yeah. human beings. Yeah. Massive. <laughs> how do you walk? How yeah. do you how do you operate? Jeez. But going back to my to to my luck. Yes. Where I was sitting. All right. Okay. <laughs> the the ring, the center of the ring was like 
center or like my field of view, right? Yeah. And then over to the left about a foot. So okay? you're pretty, yeah, pretty close to looking yeah. straight on. Well, the guy sitting in front of me. Of course. <laughs> in front of me and a foot over. Uh-huh. Not only is he kind of a taller guy. Nice. But he has his toddler that wants to stand on his lap the whole time. Uh, the whole time. Of course. And so, of course, my my seat, the center of the ring, where most of the action takes place, most yeah. of the promos, blocked. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> And it was in the very last match, the closing minutes of last match, he and his wife switched places. Oh. I'm like, like really? You couldn't have done that an hour ago. Yeah. Wow. And I'm looking around. Nobody else has toddlers standing on their lap. <laughs> that guy right in front of me, yep. blocking my view of centering. Of course. Of course it has to Come be that. on. That's Ugh. funny you say that. When you're done with your story. I, I will also share how my luck, how our luck is yeah. persisted as well. Um, but just another, another couple of observations here. Um, they do this thing when they're at, com- at the commercial and it's to kind of keep people into it, kind of keep them hyped and keep them sure. going. You know how in like jazz games, They'll have like the kiss cam or. Oh yeah. The bear comes out and shoots, you know, basketballs at you and whatnot. Yeah. Sure. Or like hockey will do like what celebrity you look like and they'll. The bear comes out, shoots hockey pucks at you and whatnot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) T-shirts, whatever. (laughs) Or they're kind of doing that same thing. Okay. But it was like, who can do the best DX suck it chop? Oh, okay. Or who has the best sign or. And that was interesting because again. At our SmackDown show, they didn't do that. No, and so it, it, it was just it was it was weird. Okay. It was an interesting, <laughs> yeah. Because also during commercials, they were playing ads on the Titan Tron for like stuff they had on Peacock, and yeah. Then they also would show like next week's matches, and you're like, man, oh, <sighs> wasn't that this week's matches? Because I wanted to see two wrestlers. I want to see were Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Former tag team champions. Yeah. Super over fan favorites. And they were there. They got in the ring with Cody and they talked a little bit. But then they show backstage like, we don't even have a match tonight. Let's get out of here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so they're like, well, next week, next week's match is going to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <sighs> nice. But the other thing is I went and got a, I got a shirt. Okay. Um, you know, cause you, you, you got to prove you were there, right? Sure. So you got to get the shirt. I got a Cody Rhodes shirt. Um, but also there, you know, the money in the bank briefcase. Oh right? yeah. They had replicas there of it and they were like 160 bucks. So many people bought one of those. <laughs> there were tons of them. I'm like, you just got, Okay. You got 160 bucks to, to, to spend? Sure. <laughs> on a briefcase. On a on a yeah, plastic briefcase. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I saw this family before me. They got the money in the bank briefcase. They got several shirts. They got um, you know, like a hat or something. I'm like, wow. That was like five hundred bucks worth of merch right there. Jeez. Yeah. Cause my shirt alone was forty five. Yeah. And even that I was like 
Well, I'm here. Might as well. <laughs> Payment plan for that one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think if, if anything else significant. Was, uh, mm. Oh, it was funny. Speaking of, of Jey Uso. So Jey Uso, if you don't know, he's Rikishi's son. Okay. He and his, his twin. Um, but his twin's on SmackDown now. He's on Raw. Anyway. So also super over big baby face. Yes. But his thing, when he, when he comes out, he really gets the crowd into it with, with his entrance. He stands on the top turbo buckle. Everybody's, everybody's going commercial hops down. Everybody gets quiet okay. <laughs> and l- lights come up. He hops back on the turnbuckle, gets everybody back into it again. Like we've been doing it through the entire commercial. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It, that is funny. Yeah. I'm just imagining it. I'm sure it's not as quiet as I'm imagining it to be. Well, no. I know. But when you're saying that, I'm like, I almost feel like it's dead silent to where you can hear him like talking in the middle of the ring. It's, it's like, it's yeah, not, we got it's, another five minutes. Going yeah. <laughs> it's not that quiet. Right. But, you know. It's not as loud as when yeah. they're on. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, the there were there was the couple and there was three guys down on on my row and they got hammered of course and so they were yelling and screaming and standing up i'm like "Ah, okay you know sometimes and it's hard for me to say this i mean because i'm of the same mind as you are but sometimes you have to look at them and say you know what at least they're consistently into it yeah you know yeah i think you'd much rather have a stadium for those people as opposed to like People who sure, are not, sure. <laughs> you know, sure. the, the old guys in plaid looking the other way, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so as annoying as they are, it's like, but they're, they they're are into, into it. it. They're having a good time. Like yeah. I can't, I can't fault them for that. Yeah. But yeah. But it was great. I had, I had a blast. There you go. I really did. Um, they're coming back in February with SmackDown. Yeah. So I might go again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say most of those names you were mentioning, I've I've heard of them. Have you? I've heard yep. the names. <laughs> <laughs> I have not sat down and watched wrestling for a minute. That's yeah. for sure. But uh, um, I'm trying to remember who else who else was there. I took a few pictures. Um, Did you get one last look at Charlotte Flair? She wasn't there. That's a shame because I just saw the news on her too. What happened to her? They I didn't let hear her that. go. Did they? They did. They released Charlotte Flair. They did. Wow. And Ric Flair tweeted, you know, pretty much his support and sympathy, but uh, let her go. Hmm. <laughs> no, she wasn't there. Let's see. So there's yeah, there's McIntyre, Jey Uso, um, so Imperium. Uh, who else? Who was that? Oh, that's Becky Lynch. Um. I see. And she's been on there for a while now, right? Oh, We're yeah. talking like veterans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Alpha Academy, Chad Gable, and Otis. You can, okay. So you can kind of see, okay, there's Otis. Yes. He's just a big round ball. He is a very large man. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very and thick. The, you see that guy up close, you're just like, are you just uncomfortable all the time? <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like. Uh, who are these two fools? I don't even know. Who 
<laughs> Two jabronis there. Um, yeah, Shayna, uh, Shayna Baszler, Ricochet. That was a cool match. Ricochet uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Those are names. Those sure. are names. <laughs> but Ricochet is known for high flying. Okay. That that's his thing. Yeah. So it, he was fun to watch, like flipping off the turnbuckles and stuff. Yeah. And that that was a cool match. That in itself is impressive. If if you can do that kind of thing, I'm mean, I'm just impressed by people who have that athletic ability. Anyway. Yeah. You know, and then to add the physicality to it, it just mm-hmm. it's that much more. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's. There you go. Yeah. Sounds like it was worth it. It was. Nice. It was fun. It was fun. There you go. To, I will say, though, to, to get the whole experience, I want to get the whole experience. Yes. I did, because I wasn't driving, I did get an adult beverage, <laughs> but I had never ordered one before. Really? And so I felt really awkward doing it. <laughs> I'm like, you know... I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna get one. I just wanna. I wanna get the whole. I wanna get the whole wrestling experience. Okay. So I go. I go up there, and I'm like, let me get a a, a coke and a a Bud Light. Just kind of pointing at it. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of funny. That is funny. Gross. Beer is gross. It. It, it was. It was. If you're getting adult beverage, you go fruity girly drinks, man. Those are the tasty ones. I will say this is the first time I ever had one out of the tap. Yes. And it's better. I quote unquote. I imagine. Than the can. <laughs> but my only experience. Good. My only experience with can was Natty Light, and that stuff is disgusting all the way around. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like pee water in a can. It's pretty gross. Yeah. But anyway, Stick I said that because I just, like I said, I wanted to get the whole experience. There you go. But... So you need the smell. Yeah. <laughs> the beer smell. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I think, I think that's everything of note. I don't think anything else. Yeah. That's pretty much it. There you go. It's a good time. Awesome. Yeah. And, and just one last thing about our luck. Because it seems I, I bring this up a lot because it is a thing, but it, it was the uh, the lagoon ride. Mm. Oh, right, right, right. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So we had a reservation. We're able to do reservations if you have season pass. So you can go on an off day when the rest of the park is closed. Yeah. You park way back in the field behind, you know, Samurai and everything, mm-hmm. back behind Primordial, um, back there in the grass. And so we set up a reservation to be there between 7 and 8 o'clock. So we get there before 7. We're talking half hour before 7 o'clock. And as we're walking up, we start hearing rumblings mm-hmm. that they're on a delay. I'm like, okay, can't be right. too bad. Right. Until we get closer and then realize it's on a two-hour delay. <sighs> of course. Starting almost right at our reservation time. Right. And so they said, well, you can stand in line and, and maybe get on. And so I'm looking over at the line and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not standing here. Cause all of us went me, lady, wife, and four kids. Yeah. We're not standing there to hopefully get on this ride at nine o'clock in the evening. No. And no, no, while no, we're there no, at no. six 30 in the afternoon. No, no way. 
And so they said, well, we'll, we'll wipe the reservations clean and you'll get an email, you know, to set up a new one. Mm-hmm. So, but of course it happened. Of course it happened. Of course it did. Uh, you know, it, it, it couldn't have happened the day before. It couldn't have happened the following Wednesday. It had to happen right as I'm walking up to the freaking ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, we'll see. We have another reservation for this upcoming Tuesday. Good luck. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll see how Lady Wife feels because that's the date of her colonoscopy as well. Ah, yes. But I will say, having gone through it, you're you're pretty much fine an hour or two later anyway. Sure. So, I mean, you fart a lot, but you're fine. You're feeling all right. So, we'll see. All right. And I will say the kids weren't too upset because we took them to McDonald's and that always makes everything better. Sure. Plus, they also have Pokemon cards again. So I was just thrilling all the way around. <laughs> so we stopped at the at, a, at the infamous McDonald's in Centerville, mm-hmm. where you lost your Leonardo sword sword that Dad wouldn't let you pick up because he was convinced it wasn't yours. And how dare you pick up something nasty out of the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Funny. Well, all right, there you go. Two very different days, but, uh, yes. you know, an experience all the way around. Yes, yes, so. yes. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. If you did, uh, if you liked the podcast, make sure to like it, subscribe to it, share it around. Do us a favor. I mean, just copy. I mean, wherever you're listening, it will say share. Do it. Just do it. Next time you comment something on Facebook or whatever, just add it to it. Yeah. Down at the bottom. Yeah. Let's kick this thing around because I am looking to start expanding this listenership sure as much as i can so i'm dropping it everywhere <laughs> and i would appreciate the assistance i'll, I'll do the same <laughs> um and then uh tune in next week to hear the brothers ramble about another topic we'll see you bye